I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP show. Full show notes for this episode can be found at nz365guide.com forward slash 331. Before we chat with today's guest, here's a quick message from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by the 90 Day Mentoring Challenge. It's amazing what can change in 90 days. Just, you know, think back to the the first three months of COVID uh, last year in March 2020. Uh, The past year, I've had the pleasure of meeting hundreds over the past years of hundreds of people uh, in the 90 Day Mentoring Challenge. If you want to be mentored in the next 90 Day Challenge, go to nz365guy.com forward slash mentoring for more information. Now let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from the Czech Republic, who is working at Navatisha for 19 years now, currently as a software developer, department manager. He's 16 years in MVP, so many, many, many more years than myself, which is awesome to have him on the show. He started on Atari uh, 800XE during the communism period in the second half of the 80s in Czechoslovakia. You can follow him on Twitter at MVPKine, uh, K-I-N-E, MVPKINE. Kamil Sarchek, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Hey, now, how much did I get right or wrong then on your introduction? Uh, I think both was very good, and and the pronunciation of my name is very good, I think, for the first time. (laughs) Uh, The company name is Navertica. Navertica. Excellent. And what what does the company specialize in? Uh, we are uh, as a implementing uh, business central or former Navision, and we are we are uh, doing that since '93, I think it's. But the company uh, is already, uh, yeah. This year we we had uh, 30 years of of the company. That's pretty phenomenal. It's pretty phenomenal. When I when I looked up where you live. Or the region that you're you're located in, um, give me a bit of history of you know I've been to Prague and that's about as closest to you I've, I've been. Is Prague part of your country or is that how did the Czech Republic get split up? How did it all come about? Oh, uh, the Czech Republic, uh, Czechoslovakia, yeah, was split in '93, uh, and Brno, which is the the city I'm living. Uh, is part of of the Czech Republic uh, still. We are the second biggest uh, city in in Czech Republic. But we are in the middle between Prague and Bratislava, which is the main city of the Slovakia. Uh, It means, yeah, we are are the center of of the former (laughs) Czechoslovakia. But yeah... uh, here uh, the area is South Moravia. Uh, it's uh, mostly uh, vineyards and and this kind of uh, landscape. Uh, 
in contrast to that is is Bohemia, which is Prague and and this part of, of Czech Republic. It's more beer and and this these drinks. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're 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 in the refined part of the country. We're all, yeah. all the cla- classes of the wine. I just noticed that you're you're actually um, Vienna seems even closer than Prague to you. Yeah, it is. It is Vienna is is uh, not so far. And uh, Brno had a big, big um, a trading uh, connection with uh, Vienna. Yeah. Uh, here, it was even that uh, there was first uh, train uh, connection between Brno and, and Vienna uh, very early, uh, as, as trains started to be used. And uh, yeah. The, the Vienna is, is really, really uh, much nearer than than Prague mm-hmm. to us. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell me a bit about you know. I found it very interesting is that you, you know, you've been heavily brought up, I suppose, in the communism a- area. Uh, you know, and then the 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 changes. You know, tell us a bit about your history back in Atari eight hundred XE and how you even learned English because I find that very interesting. Yeah. Uh, that was very interesting. It's, uh, my my parents uh, f- had a uh, chance to to go to to Austria, and they can buy something there uh, because buy something in 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 Czechoslovakia during communism was was hard. Uh, they were choosing between a video recorder or computer. And luckily, they they decided to buy the Atari computer for us uh, because they 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 decided that it will be better for us to to start using the computer and do something actively than just use the video recorder to watch something passively. Yeah, and I'm I'm really happy with that decision because uh, it it uh, gives me uh, something which which the video player c- can't give to anyone. Uh, I started to to play games, of course, on on the Atari first, uh, but uh, even with the manual which was uh, on that uh, Atari. Uh, the English manual uh, was something I, I I was trying to understand, and uh, first just typing the the short basic programs, uh, typing them based on on the listing which was in this manual, and just look at what it is doing, uh, like some really easy uh, picture of seagull. Uh, moving on the on the display and playing some sound like eagle sound, yeah, uh, seagull sound, and and I ch- started to change the the basic program slightly with some small changes, and I just watched what it is doing, what changed uh, in in the result, and in this way I was able to to learn the basics of the basic. Uh, programming um, of course uh, in my hand I, I had uh, Czech English dictionary and I was trying to to translate everything word by word 
uh, and yeah, it 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 goes slow, but uh, I think it gives me much more than if someone else will learn that uh, or teach me that. Yeah, because because I needed to think about what I see, what it is doing, and maybe that's that's uh, something I I really laugh on 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 that way how uh, how I learned everything around the computer because because now I think uh, I can understand things how they works inside yeah? and I think that's that's big big gift I have uh, that I'm able to to um, imagine how the things are working inside anything i i i need to to understand and it's why for example i was able to uh even set up uh our phone uh switching box in in our company a few years ago yeah, it means uh, just uh, setting some um how it's named i don't know the switching tables for for the, the the fixed phones in our offices yeah, and these kind of things, and it was not not uh, hard to understand how it, it works, and I just uh, changed that part. It means uh, not only writing the code in some programming language, but even set up these kind of things or all the IT things around the networking and uh, hardware and this these kind of things. Yeah, the Atari was the basic, and that's that's uh, what I have on that. Um, my father was very good in in using the Atari even for his uh, work. Uh, yeah, because he's working in in as a geodet. Uh, yeah, the the man who will. Uh, Show you where your uh, house will will stay, which part is the uh, yours, and and th these kind of things. Yeah, I I don't know it's, uh, how it's named in in. Yeah. So so, what part did the Army Technical Picture Monthly Journal, which I I don't know how do you pronounce that in your language? How what part did that play? Um, in you also learning, you know, basic programming and English at the same time. Yeah. Uh, because because only the manual for the Atari was really uh, not so big. Uh, there was a uh, few few programs doing something, and I uh, I was looking for some other source of of uh, knowledge about the Atari. And these times in in Czechoslovakia, there were some ar uh, army uh, picture uh, journal uh, Atom, um, and they had uh, some articles uh, which were were about the Atari itself, and there were some program listings. And again, I just typed these these uh, programs to to our Atari and uh, just looking again what they are doing and and changing them. I learned more and more uh, of the programming. Uh, it means not only the the manual but even this. Army journal was source for me because nothing else exists these times. No internet, no books, uh, anything, yeah. and that's that was uh, great. And uh, of course, even even just 
summer summer to get the the, the games to the uh, Atari was really hard yeah because uh, there were no shops to, where you can go and and buy that it means there were uh, for me it was first user group i attended yeah the, the physical user group well uh, f- during the weekend uh, on on uh given place uh or the the people who have Atari went there and copied the cassettes with with the programs with the games and these kind of things yeah that that was uh, first first uh, user group in reality i i attended during 80s yeah that's <laughs> incredible incredible so you've been an mvp for uh, over 16 years 16 now years, How- yeah how how do you how do you maintain your your interest in the technology you know that's a, that's a long period of time um to be an mvp and still you know a lot of people uh they might have been an mvp some years ago then then they lose the award their career goes a different way etc what are the key things that you do to to maintain your mvp over that 16 years uh I'm trying to to give uh, what I create as a free uh, source for others. Uh, on the beginning, it was not hard because I was very active on on the Mibuso forum, uh, where I I uh, collected uh, over uh, ten thousand posts uh, during the years. I I was active there uh, once. I calculated that, and I think during the ten years or something. Uh, it was, in average, three posts per day. Uh, that's that was easy part. But uh, later, I don't have too much free time to to spend on on the forums and so on. And I started to to publish my uh, scripts and and uh, other things and share my knowledge during the the different uh, events. And it's it's really hard for me to to spend the time on on these activities, but I like them because because giving uh, the knowledge and, and things I, I'm doing to others is uh, really really something uh, which even me gives uh, something back because. Uh, Meeting with all these people and, and talk about things and so on, even give me the knowledge about yeah, which I can't just find anything any, anywhere because because sharing sharing is really really something we need to do and and I love the the dynamics community because uh, I think there are so many people which are open with their minds and and they are sharing what they know and and they are eager to to share anything they find uh, find as a new things or something and yeah each year uh, I am really thinking Am I doing enough to keep the MVP status? And uh, for last year, so I'm thinking that there are more people doing more things. But uh, 
yeah, Microsoft's still still giving that avatar to me. I'm I'm really happy with that, and I'm trying to give everything back to the community because because everything started when I need to ask questions, and then I find out that I can more answer than ask. Then I started to to, to answer, and sometimes. Yeah, there are there are periods when I need ask again, even these times, because everything is changing, and, and mainly in the area of the business central, where Microsoft is, yeah, really really changing the product. Uh, even even me as an MVP, I have now more and more questions than answers <laughs> in in many things. And yeah, so, but so true. That's uh, this this sixteen years was really really great ride for me, and and it was something cha- what changed my life. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So who originally nominated you, or how did you get into the program? How was it done back then? Because I know it's quite different now. H- how did it work for you back then? Uh, yeah, I think it's it's it, it was different. It was different. Uh, I don't know who nominated me because I think there was nothing like nomination these days. But uh, it was after Microsoft bought the the Navision company and and started to include this part uh, of of uh, the product into Microsoft family, and they started to to apply the MVP status to to this area. And uh, there were, I think, only two MVPs in the Navision area before me. Uh, and those were administrators of the biggest uh, two forums which exists these days. And I think Microsoft was looking for other people which are very active and which can be awarded. And because I was really the, the most active these days in, on Mibuso. I think uh, they they looked at me and, and they cho- chose me to be as an MVP. Yeah. And I, I remember the, the email from Mark Cald- Caldwell from Microsoft, which I, I received and, and say, okay, hey, there is some email from Microsoft. Isn't it spam? Yeah, or or phishing from someone else because they were asking me for for informations like address and and these kind of things and say okay throw it away that that should be uh, that it looks like phishing yeah but uh, luckily I didn't do that I answered and find out that uh, it was not phishing it was really really contact first contact from someone from microsoft with me and the the, the mvp award was a result of this email and connected to that uh, next year i i went to to us to my first mvp summit and that was was really changing my life because it was my first trip First trip by uh, by airplane, first trip uh, alone to foreign country. Uh, yeah, that was really uh, something I, I was not used to to, to do because uh, even even before that I had no passport yeah, because I was not traveling to anywhere because. Uh, 
yeah, uh, my English was really bad. Uh, and yeah, that's that's changed uh, my 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 life because I find out that it's not problem to to speak to go somewhere and do something alone and uh, with help of my friends, which I met on on uh, in Seattle uh, during that trip. Uh, mainly uh, Daniel Rimetsvan, who who helped me to buy my first uh, b- breakfast in in uh, Starbucks, <laughs> yeah, because with with my English when I was there and and in 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 the big queue and very fast orders there and and I I was standing there and, and say. Uh, uh, what what I should do now? <laughs> and Daniel helped me to order my first breakfast there. Incredible, That's, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> if you if if you were starting today as as an MVP, and you look at at what contributions you could make, and you only had the choice of focusing on one platform, like would you focus on forums? Would you focus on user groups, YouTube, blogging? What what do you think your focus would be if you were just starting out today as an MVP? Uh, it's hard to say because I'm really really biased. Yeah, I'm biased. Uh, if I imagine that I'm younger now <laughs> and I'm going to do something to share something, uh, I think the the first choice will be YouTube or or some videos. But um, I, uh, me personally, I don't like uh, the videos and these kind of things because because I rather read something because I can skip some some part and I still see what is there and I can quickly just uh, scan through the text, but I can't do that uh, with video. Yeah. yeah, or you can read the texts in public transport or, or somewhere but uh, here or or watch the video is is much harder um that's what i see even even from my my friends and colleagues that they prefer the text but i see that many people are preferring the videos yeah but i think it's it's personal choice um very right now we are actively using the twitter and i see that uh, it have some some strong sites uh, and the forums are not so much used as they were i think yeah, that's the, even even that's why why so some some forums which were very active are now not so active and uh, it it went down yeah that's yeah st- i am still trying to to use, uh, write write blog articles but the uh, problem of time is really really hard for me so true so true well that's some good insight i always like to wrap up the show with a couple of random questions so are you ready for your random questions yes you can try <laughs> Okay, let's see if they translate it well. Okay, what was the hardest decision you've ever made in your life? Yeah, hardest decision. I don't know. I I, I can't remember any hard decision for me. Uh, yeah, that's uh, really, really 
maybe I'm really lucky that uh, I didn't need to do such a hard decisions. True. Okay, here's the next one. What's the best thing you've purchased for less than fifty dollars or fifty euro? Don't know, <laughs> really. Because no, no. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll I'll try the last one with you. That's all right. That's all right. I I'm thinking if if I bought something like that, it's uh, mostly uh, things under that limit are everyday use things. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Which okay? Here's here's your final one. Um, uh, the final question: What accomplishment in your career are you most proud of? Was it a particular project that you worked on? Uh, was it the MVP program, or is it something else? I think that's uh, biggest is the MVP uh, of art. Nice, nice. Well, Camille, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, those listening, please check out his. The links in the show notes uh, to see uh, the various resources where you can find them and to connect with them uh, if you so choose. Thanks again. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the invitation to that show. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If you like the show and want to support it, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash nz365guy. I would love to get a coffee on you. Anyhow, thanks again and see you next time.